0: Welcome to A Deeper Perspective, a channel for deconstruction of your values, to make them better, stronger, wiser. A channel to help you gain more understandings of life and how it works. A channel for helping you become more logical and to help you gain more principles of life. Welcome, everybody. Um, This is A Deeper Perspective. Today, we're gonna be talking about something I find very interesting the differences between people. Um, So we're going to be talking about this. I'm going to be making this a series of episodes. Um, And it's going to be one of those things where you don't necessarily need to listen to every episode of this series to get the point. But what I'm going to try and do is go really deep on some of these things. And today we're going to be going into the eight Cognitive functions um, And I, I perceive them a bit differently Than most people, most of the uh, Community does Well I, I perceive them pretty much the same But I'm going to try and go Not go too deeply into detail on this one um, And just try and get the basics out And if I feel like doing it I might make a deeper episode On each one of these functions In future so there's two basic we- ways of, uh, dealing with life uh, and there's t- two different ways in which you can kind of interact with life. There's perceiving and then there's judging and judgment, judging, judging doesn't necessarily mean like judgmental, like, Oh, you're judging this person. You're, you're judging this person's bad or good. <clears throat> Although that definitely is what it, what it means, but doesn't mean so in like a a negative way you know it's the same way as making a judgment as like say you know what's what's the right decision here should I do this or should I do that that's that would be a judgment Um, so that's what these these uh, judging types do and so Within these categories of judging and perceiving, which is on a kind of a spectrum, you have <clears throat> thinking, feeling, um, and then on the, on the um, perceiving side, there's sensing and intuition. And perceiving just means, like, the words that I like to use actually are rational and non-rational because it it makes more sense that way to do it this way so what I mean by rational is like you know there's two basic ways of rationalizing there's two basic basic ways of understanding the world using your values Uh, values or um, principles in a sense Um and I'll go more into the extroverted introverted levels of this because there's different levels of this as well. And there's also introversion and extroversion as well. So basic differences between perceiving and judging are are there's two different personality um types, two basic ones in this category, perceiving and judging and with perceiving people you know they like things to be more open-ended they don't really like to make too too many plans for the future doesn't mean that they won't make plans and doesn't mean that they won't do things that are more within the judging uh category but they don't like it's not as comfortable for them to do so uh for various reasons So the way that i have always had it described to me is that the perceiving function is used for the judging function. Uh, and the reason for this is basically because think of it this way, right? Say you are born, but you don't have access to reality. You're not actually in reality itself. And you just think, Right. If you think, if you live in a world like that, you wouldn't understand anything. You would just think and you'd have your own thoughts, but you wouldn't actually understand reality and you wouldn't necessarily be able to come to very good conclusions. And so what you would need to do is you would need to go to reality to a certain level uh, to understand what is really happening, understand what reality itself. And so the way to do that is to have, perceiving functions, judging functions, uh, perceive reality, uh, and then they use that to come to conclusions or come to value judgments, conclusions over value judgments, um, is this distinction I'm going to make here, the conclusion meaning, like, Well, it depends on the person and it depends on what we're talking about. But thinking versus feeling is a way that it's described in the uh, MBTI system. So with feeling, it's not about like feelings in, as in like emotions necessarily. So much as it's about like value judgments. Like is this thing right for me or my group personally? Introverted feelers are concerned with the question, is this right for me? Or is this... Does this fit my personal values? Does this fit my, you know, does this make me, you know, does this uh, fit with what what I want to do? Does this make me, um, you know, more authentic, less authentic? And so I like the term authenticity that the they, uh, Personality Hacker uh, podcast uses. Authenticity for this because it is pretty accurate to what this, this um, type is trying to do. So, introverted feeling is within the judging category. Not because they're judgmental, but because they are trying to uh, make their way in the world, in a sense. So, extroverted feeling is concerned is is the name for it, you can call it, is harmony. That's the um, the word they use in the uh, Personality Hacker podcast. And I like this word because it exp- explains and describes pretty well what expert feel- feeling is all about. It's about coming, uh, tr- trying to see what the consensus is on something. What most people agree is, is a, you know, the moral thing or the right thing to do or whatever. And then, you know, coming to that and then trying to s- negotiate that and come to the right conclusion for all and concerned and things like this. Whereas, whereas, in, in a lot of ways, I think the authenticity um, introverted feeling types are more concerned with like individualizing or actualizing, and uh, basically making an individual out of themselves, while an extroverted feeler would be more concerned about fitting in with the group making making the more the group more harmonious doing things for the group now that the introverted feeler wouldn't necessarily do that but they wouldn't that wouldn't not necessarily be their main concern <clears throat> so that's feeling um, and when it comes to any of these there's always going to be the opposite or the non rational that the feeler uses to uh, understand what is happening. So there's two basic non-rational responses. Sensing and intuition. So sensing is concerned with direct reality when it comes to um, and detail-oriented reality and things like this. Um, extroverted con- sensors are concerned with actual direct reality like um while introverted sensors look at direct reality through their memories, like, "Oh, is this this is what I remember, and this is what sounds good and based on what I know from the past, um not that you know like I said, introverted sensors do not do not um try and look at reality directly, it's just not something that they're always that they're you know it's the second thing that they would do. Uh, when it comes to sensing. And, uh, so the sensor is concerned with, you know, basically looking at reality directly, while the intuitive is concerned with seeing patterns and general point, general's um, you know, statements and principles and understandings and that make up how reality works. So, sensors are going to be more detail-oriented in a lot of ways, while intuitive people are not going to be as detailed-oriented. And so, this this uh, shows itself in different ways. Like a sensor, if you were in a class with you know a sensor and an intuitive, intuitive an intuitive would get to the and understand the point much quicker than a sensor uh sensor would not because a sensor is dumb, but because a sensor is uh concerned with the details over the overall picture versus the intuitive which is more concerned with the overall picture over the details and um that creates different learning processes. And so as a result, what we mostly have in schools and our in in the US I don't really know about other other countries as much because Never really been to other countries as far as their schools are concerned, but um, as far as the United States is concerned, we primarily have a um, censor-controlled schools, which is why they they're concerned with details like that are almost that almost seem unimportant, like details like when was this person born, when did this person die that really, for the most part, is not necessarily relevant to what you're talking about. Unless you're talking about the, the um, trying to uh, make the context fit with history. Like, if you're, uh, there was a good example that somebody brought up where, you know, they were looking into psychology figures in, the, in school, and they wanted to know the birth and death of uh, Sigmund Freud. And, <clears throat> for the most part, that really has nothing to do with what you're t- what you're learning, um, and unless you're you're trying to pick, uh, explain how his understandings were, you know, fitting understandings at the time or not fitting understandings at the time, for the most part, that made no difference. Um, but an intuitive, but a sensor would be concerned with things like this. They'd be concerned with being um, as real world as possible in this in this way, uh, especially an extroverted sensor. So, an intuitive would get the big picture really right away. Realize that this is what this theory means really quickly. Necessarily, but <clears throat> uh, usually more quicker than a uh, than a sensor would. Not because sensor is dumb, but because they're they're getting the bigger the, the getting more of the details and, and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> so, introverted sensing versus extroverted sensing is a bit different. The way that they perceive things, like the introverted sensor has, um, you know, focuses on reality, but basically focuses on reality based on what they've known from the past and their memories of the past and like the atmosphere that th- this, this current reality creates like for instance like a certain decorative, decorative uh, nature it could be you know an introverted sensor's mindset because they can decorate and, and look, make things look really good perhaps because they're concerned with the atmosphere and they're concerned with how the things look in certain ways especially and uh, not because they look good but because they remind him of a time where this was the way things were done and things like this while an extrovertic sensor would be more concerned with how well would be more concerned with direct reality itself like doing the dishes doing these you know these small tasks um, within reality while an introvertic sensor wouldn't be concerned about that when the uh, sensing would be a more inward, inner word directed um, <clears throat> so that that creates different responses you know an inner sensor would have a harder time looking at and trying to uh, become more aware of direct reality <clears throat> and what this does <clears throat> is it kind of keeps you from seeing in reality what is happening and so an extroverted sensor might notice like your you know the dishes aren't 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 done and uh you know that's one of the jobs that the introvert introverted sensor person would be trying to do you know i needed and then so the intro, extroverted sensor, how did you not know that was not, that that was there you know that how would you know that the how do you not know that the dishes needed to be done well the introverted censor is more concerned with how um, what he's looking at fits with what he knows from the past while an extroverted censor is more concerned with how what is currently here and um, this kind of thing um, <clears throat> it doesn't mean that each, each of these types like I said aren't the opposite types on, on occasion but the types themselves the intro, extroverted sensor introverted sensor are more comfortable within their their sensing function whatever that is so <clears throat> introverted thinking so there's also thinking which is coming to valid, conclusions. So, extroverted thinking is concerned with what the majority thinks, the consensus is, in the same way that extroverted feeling is. But, the difference is not, the difference is that the thinker is not concerned so much with feelings, but so much with what is accurate Uh, as far as things go, like what is effectively true, like you know like a scientist will say that this is what's true the extroverted thinker will not necessarily look into that too deeply he'll just say that's what the scientist says that's what i believe that's what that's what's true i guess and so that's what he goes with um so the extroverted thinker is not concerned necessarily with accuracy so much as with effectiveness or with what seems to be true um So, the accuracy function, or the the accuracy of the introvert, the introverted thinker, is not concerned as concerned with what the majority or with what the public thinks, because the introverted thinker realizes that sometimes the public is wrong. You know, there were times in the past where I've given this example before in the podcast, but there was a a um, a doctor back in the day who d- who discovered that in order to prevent you know because he was like a surgeon or something and in order to prevent you know people from dying and surgeries and things like this you know you must wash your hands after you know autopsying a dead body and he was criticized for this he was criticized for pointing this out he was criticized for pointing out that you must wash your hands after doing surgeries because uh, and because we didn't know about viruses and, and bacteria at the time. And so he was literally criticized for this and put in, men- in a mental institution for wrong-think, for thinking the wrong thing, for saying the wrong thing that doesn't fit the norm, that doesn't fit the stereotypical, what the stereotypical scientist of his day thought. Um... And so he pointed out correctly that you needed to wash your hands after every surgery. I think it was actually after, like, when some you know when you were autopsying a dead a body or whatever. And the, the way to deal with you know, not getting people sicker than they were is to wash your hands after doing that, so that you didn't get somebody else sick. I think there was a specific thing you had to do, like with the specific actual kind of chemical not just like water or something if i I forget exactly what it was but he was literally put in an mental institution for saying this because of the fact that people believed for the longest time that you know viruses were caused by other things that they didn't know how viruses were transmitted and it wasn't until a couple of decades later that the first Virus or bacterium of some kind was discovered, and now it's known. It's known to be true what this person, this guy decided. And so, an introverted thinker, and this isn't necessarily something that is exclusive to introverted th- thinkers, but an introverted thinker would look at what's what the, the popular point is, the popular truth is. ...of the day and say, is this what's actually true? Discover it and go, wait, no, this isn't actually true. Or maybe he would go, oh, oh, well, maybe it is true. It is true. but Maybe there's some wrong things here, but most of it is true. You know, things like this. Um, so why is this important to understand? Um, so this is going to be part of a series called Why People Are Different basically talking about why people are seem so different to us the reason why people seem so different is because they are different um and this this is just a the the tip of the iceberg like i didn't really even go into how these cognitive functions can stack up and create different personalities and things like this you know there's different levels and layers to this and the more that you look into it the more complex it can kind of get to where you can start to see a pattern of, of, of behavior in people um, that makes you go, oh, that's why this person does this, is why this person does this. You know, so a perceiving person, like I said, plans out, doesn't plan out what he does. He, he prefers to keep things open, keep, keep his options open, keep her options open, while a judging, a more judging person Which doesn't mean that they're judgmental. It just means that the the function that they use the most is a judging function. The function that they that is uh, the way the model works is kind of an interesting uh, understanding, right? And we'll get into introversion and extroversion in a minute. But um, the way the model works is that if you're introverted, you're using you're going to be showing more of an extroverted function to the world. So, for instance, if you have, (coughs) um, the, so what the bundle goes by is four letters. So if you have like an INTP or an INFP function stack, for instance, both of these use extroverted intuition. And that function is going to be showing up more so than the, the dominant function, which is introverted thinking for the INTP and the introverted feeling for the INFP. And that doesn't really matter to this discussion, to except to point out how the dominant function for the introvert is ne- isn't necessarily going to be showing up um, completely for this practice. So the extrovert function is usually what's usually what's going to show up when dealing with the world. Um, and so when it comes to, like, intuition, for instance, like extroverted intuition is concerned with outside patterns and how, you know, patterns, like, for instance, like you can look at something and go, wow, this thing has a really interesting look to it. Um, you know, like an introverted into an intro, well, an introverted intuition might look at that and try and make sense of that in their inner world, in their inner mind. Um... But, you know, the the, the, uh, introverted, extroverted stuff isn't really as important to this discussion. It's more about, like, understanding the intuitive person over the sensing person. Like, the intuitive person is going to be looking for the bigger picture um, and patterns and things like this over sensing, which is not really going to be looking for the bigger picture. It's going to be looking for more details, um, you know, more, like, actual concrete, like, reality like intuitive people are more abstract while sensing people are usually more detailed and more you know and as a a result it has different levels to it not like not that intuitives don't have and can't um, be more detailed with what they say and what they do but it's just not their comfort zone Uh, and so in the same way like the thinking person is more concerned with what is or can be known to be true, while a feeling person is more concerned with values like what is valuable to me or to the world and why, um, in this way. And so, perceiving people don't really pref- don't really like schedules and don't really like to have these super complex complicated like calendars where it's like oh i'm going to do this at this time and this time at this and another time doesn't mean that they don't do it they just don't like it as much while a judger would like a calendar like the schedule they would like to have things planned and organized in certain ways doesn't mean that they're not unorganized doesn't mean like they they're um fridges or whatever aren't cluttered but they're a little bit more organized with how they th- do things because they're a little bit more pre-planning versus uh, perceiving, which is not really about planning as much as it is. It is about, like, going with the motion, going with the flow, basically. Um, <clears throat> so, I'm going to pause this right quick. So, introversion an extroversion is about like how you interact with the world like because it doesn't mean that introverts can't be extroverted right because introverts can be just as extroverts extroverted and some at sometimes as extroverts can be introverted but the question is what are you more comfortable being and you can also be an ambivert and you can always be in between all these different things you can be kind of in between perceiving and judging You can kind of be between thinking and feeling. And that honestly, I think that's a more balanced approach. Uh, And you can also be in in, in the middle of the spectrum between sensing and intuition. And I think that's the more balanced approach, to be more in the middle of these things. Because otherwise, you can find yourself in the extreme end of intuition. And that creates certain problems and things like that which I might go into in other episodes but so what are, what does this matter why is this um, what is this why does this relate to the idea why are all people are different so let's say you're interacting with somebody and they like schedules and they like doing things a specific certain way and you don't and you do And they tell you to do something that you, you know, they expect you to do, whatever it is, and you do it. And they go, no, 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 That's not the right way to do it. That's not the way to go about it. That's not the thing to do. Um, and so this directly relates to judging versus perceiving. Um, and personally, I I lean more towards this idea that if you. Aren't if you're not hurting thing doing it the way that you're doing it, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Like if you're doing dishes and maybe if you're you're a little too you know, much with it or whatever, maybe that's the wrong way to do dishes. Maybe you'd be a little slower with it and things like this. But for the most part I think as long as you're not hurting others or as long as you're not uh, causing more problems doing things the way that you're doing things now, I don't think I don't see anything wrong with doing things the way that you're doing them. That's more perceiving than judging. Um, But a judging person would go, no, you need to do it this way, and you need to do it now, you need to do it that way, because that, no, the way that you're doing it is not right based on the way that I've been taught, things like this, whatever it is. Uh, It doesn't mean that they're wrong. There are times for that. Like if you're, for instance, like if you're doing paperwork, and if you do it wrong, and if you take this kind of like perceiving approach to paperwork, perhaps it's going to end up with certain problems. And you're going to end up with problems with your, your paperwork It's going to end up all sloppy and the judging person's going to go, no, 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 you have to do it this way. And that is where judging po- comes in. But then when you come into things like, I don't know, like socializing, right? you know, maybe a less judging approach to socializing is, is, is a good idea because then you can kind of like just relax and hang out, you know, because a judging function person might not be as good at doing that because they're stuck in doing things a specific certain way. Whether um, <clears throat> they're too much into their thinking or feeling or whatever it is. And so when you're when you're judging somebody or not when you're judging. Sorry, but when you're in a judging position, when you're more of a, a judger than a um, perceiver, you can't really take yourself. You can't really relax that much. And as far as I can tell, a lot of judgers are very you know serious in a lot of ways, and it creates different problems. And and there's nothing wrong with being judging. There's nothing wrong with being a judger. Um, but I think, like I said, it's about being having trying to find a balance between perceiving. And judging so <clears throat> how are people different that's how so next one is thinking versus feeling so you may be somebody who is more of a feeler and then somebody comes up to you and and when you let's say you're in a uh, discussion with somebody because i don't really like having debates i like having discussions and you say a, a you know, this doesn't seem right to me. This doesn't feel right. The person going, the the person who, you know, you're, you're engaging with, discussion with, is going, well, this doesn't mean anything to the discussion. You know, what we're talking about is whether this thing is true or not. But to you, you're going, well, it may be true, but it doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do. Um, you know, things like this. You know, like, it may be true that, for instance... I'm trying to think of a good example of something that might be true, but not, might not be the right thing to do. But like, it might be true that something, so and so is something uh, is true, but it doesn't mean that you should say it. Like, you know, there are things to say. There, there are thing. You, there are times to say something and, and not to say something. Um, you know, like you, you might be causing your your um, partner more grief than you would normally like to do because you're too much into the thinking function. Or, for instance, if you're too stuck in the feeling function, as as well, going on both sides of this, you can find yourself um, stuck. You can find yourself not willing to accept the truth because it doesn't vibe with your feelings about what you think is true or what you you, uh, value to be true and what you, you know, hope to be true and things like this. Uh, And so when a thinker points out something that's accurate and maybe even adds to your compensation and maybe even points out some very, very valuable and and truthful points that maybe you should necessarily accept, you maybe should listen. It doesn't mean that you don't either disagree or whatever, because disagreements is how you learn more about each other. If you disagree and, and you do it politely and and, um, correctly, you learn more about yourself and this person by doing this, and my opinion from what I've learned disagreeing with people who are more um, within the feeler realm than myself, for instance, Uh, and so you as a feeler can learn from a thinker and like somebody like myself can learn something from feelers um but like i said feelers have nothing to do with emotions well they do but they don't mostly it's about like values i like to use the words values versus um principles um in this case but principles doesn't mean the same thing for each thinking type um but usually that's what it ends up being about. Because value people, value-oriented people, value people know what they value and what they don't, or know what their society values and what they, what they don't, but they can't necessarily give you logical or even good reasons, uh, thinking-wise, for why this might be true. Um, kind of thing. It's kind of an interesting thing. Where And then sometimes what you have, too, is that like you have a th- feeler who looks at a thinker and goes, you're, you're not emotional enough, you should tell me more about your feelings, you know, things like this, and the thinker is, like, going, well, that's, that doesn't really fit my understanding of what is true, or what is not true, it doesn't really matter to the discussion, you know, for various reasons, and I've talked about this with uh, some friends of mine, where it's, like, <clears throat> and it's not like we're arguing over anything, but it's, like, I understand why you do it, where you t- why you go over your story and stuff like that, but I'm not really that kind of person because I don't really find it adds too much to the conversation. It can if you do it right, but oftentimes I find it can kind of go in circles once you go start talking about your stories and, and about what you think is true in this values-driven kind of personal kind of way. Um, <clears throat> but I've learned to accept it and understand it and I, and I don't disagree with it. I just think, like, it if you do it, you have to become aware of how it can kind of, like, go into these lands of, like, extremely, like, I don't know what it is about uh, stories, but they tend to kind of go, I'm talking about going at stories. <laughs> I'm going to story right now, but they tend to go into a lot of different directions that you, the conversation might not necessarily be benefiting from. Um, but that depends on you and depends on how aware you are and, and the, where the other person is and things like this. So I'm trying to shorten this up, even though it's probably about 40 minutes already. But anyways, last two or last, uh, four technically, uh, but we'll get into those later. Introverted, introversion, or not introverted, sorry. Sensing versus intuition. So, when you are more intuitive, it may pay you for you to be more of a sensing individual and try and become more aware of details and and not use generalities. Um, by the way, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not against generalities. I'm, no, I'm My um, I was really big into this in last year, especially where I was doing a lot of generalities, generals, generalized statements. I can't speak tonight. And. <clears throat> You know, there's useful, there's a useful need for that sometimes, but sometimes it can go a little bit overboard, and you can find yourself becoming so general that, you know, you don't say even or you can't even really even explain things properly, and, and they're too abstract and things like this. It's so one of the things I was dealing with last year with my podcast. It was a little too abstract and was not sensing enough. It wasn't detailed or oriented enough to, um, you know get to a, a, a good point and get to any point at all really um, but and so you, you might be more intuitive as a person and so when you're more intuitive as a person that creates a different attitude than say somebody who's more sensing so say how can this p- uh, play out in real life right because I'm trying to give you some good examples of how this can kind of work so a sensing person is more oriented to uh, details in a lot of ways, while an gen- intuitive person is more pe- uh, into the big picture. Right. So, say you're in class, and you have a sensing te- a, a teacher who primarily is a sensor. This creates different um, ways of teaching. You know, if you're more of an intuitive teacher, you, you have a different teaching style than more of a t- uh, more of an, a sensing teacher. So a sensing teacher will be more focused on details and will be more focused on, like, doing things the correct way, getting the right dates. Um, while an intuitive person will try and give you the, the broad, big picture of this situation, you know, giving maybe giving you some general life statements, maybe even giving you some examples. Um and things like this. And each style has different types of, you know, understandings to them. And each style has their their values, their valuable, you know, lessons. And like I've said, you know, if you're an intuitive person, you know, that might be useful for a situation where you're trying to learn a, a or you're trying to learn a theory or create a theory for science or psychology or whatever it is. But if you're you know, say you're A car mechanic, you know, being more intuitive might necessarily might not necessarily fit that that job description, you know, might you might have to become more aware of reality might become a little more detail, detail oriented, and you might have to, uh, you know, not worry about the big picture as much. And if that is something that you're worried about, you know, that would be an area for different areas of your business. Like, how do I make money? Well, not cheating my customers and things like this. That's more of like an intuitive or feeling question as well. Um, so the last spectrum is introversion extroversion. Um, so you might have an extroverted friend that goes out a lot, who does a lot of pa- parties and things like this, and as an introverted person, you might be one of those people who go man I, I really like you and I really like talking to you and things like this but I can't go to all these per- parties and so the extroverted person goes no this person doesn't like me and this person you know just doesn't like me because he's sitting at home and despite the fact that he go, could go to this party with me and I told him he could go and in reality what it is is just a difference of opinion a difference of <clears throat> a way that in, in which people interact with each other intro a difference in the ways in which people deal with reality and deal with life. So an introvert would be you know not that they can't be extroverted well would be more of a person who would who would like his alone time versus an extroverted person who wouldn't necessarily like his alone time as much as an introvert. You know extrovert doesn't get drained by social situations as much as an introvert would an introvert might not get drained as much as like an extreme level of introversion but would get drained like if an an ambivert who is like in the middle of the road between introversion and extroversion um, you know goes out he can get drained a little bit less than like an introvert would Um, and so these different levels create different responses and different like ways in which they now interact with the world. You know, if you're more introverted, if you have a friend who's extroverted, they might not understand you. And that's fine. And that's why I always say that you, can, you can't really explain things to to everyone. You can't really change people's minds on things. All you can really do is explain things. And if they agree, if they understand, that's fine. But if they don't, you can't really change that that much. Um, because... There's always going to be something lost in the translation. Which brings me to my last point. Might make a separate episode on this one, but... uh, I'm trying to wrap this up. Because this is going on for like an hour, it feels like. Hold on. There it goes. So, 42 minutes. That's pretty long, but... I expected it to be pretty long because there's a lot of information to go over here. So... The last point I'll make is about the, the, um... Actually, you know what, I'm just gonna end it here, because it is kind of, like, getting too ridiculously long, and, uh, There's no real point in going too deeply into any of this stuff currently. So, anyways, if you have any questions, comments, please leave a voice message on Anchor. Or you can find me on Twitter. At Beyond Minds with a Z, and you know, message me there or whatever. It doesn't really matter. But I'll be talking more about this and other things, and I'll be going deeper into examples and in other uh, parts of this series. So, but I tried to do this really quickly, and uh, I probably brushed over some things that I probably shouldn't have brushed over. But it is what it is. This is a deeper perspective. Hope you like this episode and I'll talk to you in the next one.